3: Uh, was a lot of fun we're ready for the playoff push which should be a fun race in both conferences i'd say um we'll get into what to expect in the second half of the state of the utah jazz with deseret news beat writer and podcaster sarah todd on today's episode i'm jack o'brien and i'm jabari davis and this is miles Miles i got my
4: boosties and jack
3: see you too, as well man oh sarah todd welcome back to the show. What a joy it was to have you the first time and what a pleasure to have you returning.
5: Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes it is.
3: <laughs> also the co-host of the Unsalvageables podcasts, formerly covered the Sixers and Warriors. So you're you're in Utah. You were there for the for All-Star Weekend. I was there for twelve hours of All-Star Weekend because it was my four now five-year-old's birthday on Sunday. So I just came for a brief 10 hours to To do a little panel, shout out to Steve and the NBA folks, but it was a blast. what What a joy the NBA All-star game is. But what's it like when the NBA All-Star game comes to you, takes over your town?
5: Yeah, it was a lot, honestly. <laughs> it, <laughs> the, what they, you know, there's a lot about All-Star that I love, and especially when it's not in the city of which I cover the team that's hosting. Yeah, But it's just, I mean, it's nonstop coverage basically all year and then weeks of pretty intense coverage leading up to the All-Star break. Mm. And when they're setting up for the All-Star break, like in Utah, that means that the, the team has to be on the road that week before. And oh, so, right. like, I finished out a game in Memphis on the tail end of a four-game road trip, got maybe an hour and a half of sleep, got on a flight back to Utah, landed got some stuff together and then immediately like went over to a TNT, like uh crew availability and like did interviews and just immediately started as soon as I got into town on Thursday. Yeah. And so Thursday through Sunday night, it was just nonstop. And so I honestly could not wait for it to just be Monday and to sleep in all that being said though, like once it gets to all-star Saturday night, it does like, you just remember like why this is such a fun event, you know, because The skills competition and seeing Jordan Clarkson, who was just absolutely imbibing for most of the weekend and watching
4: <laughs> <As he laughs> watching
5: <should. laughs> just like trying to trying to slog through the skills competition. And Walker Kessler and Colin Sexton are hilarious. And so just funny to watch that whole thing. Three point contest, Damian Lillard wins it. He's a former Weber State star. And so he has roots in Utah. And so that was very Had exciting no for you.
3: Prior Doesn't to matter. this weekend, had no <laughs> clue that Weber State was in Utah. Yeah, N- I'm honestly none. most
5: don't. When I moved to Utah and took this job, it w- it took like four months before I learned that Weber State was in Utah. So, absolutely excused that you didn't know. Mm. Uh, and then the the dunk contest. I mean, that just got me so excited because I'd had conversations with like people within the league office leading up to All Star, and I was like mac mcclung is your guys like that's who you're announcing is gonna <laughs> be who going with and then he absolutely blew everyone's pants off yeah and so uh, that was just very fun and then all-star night i know i i see a lot of people that are like what are we gonna do to make this game more competitive like nothing we're probably gonna be doing nothing to make yes. the game more competitive
3: uh, I but- please more of this i i want I, I think it's a good a good time for people to be trying out new new wrinkles, such as Damian Lillard pulling up from half court, yeah. uh like behind half court, pulling up casually. We're we're now seeing like Zapruder film analysis of like how his shot works because he like Great. has the ball in his palm. Yeah. The the entire for the entirety of his shot, which is very strange and like it does doesn't make any sense, but it does also. Like, his shot and his range doesn't make any sense, so I guess we should we should accept that. But it's he needs to start doing that in games. And but thank it, you yeah. to the All-Star Game for making it possible.
5: If you want to watch a competitive game, like, there are, what, 82 times 30 many games that you could go and watch to watch yeah. something more competitive? Yeah. Go go watch those. The All- this is what the All-Star Game is about. It's about watching Damian Lillard pull up from beyond half court. Right.
0: Team Giannis... Carried a seven-point lead at the half. They're up 14 right now. Whoa! Just oh, can't it. it. Make it up 17. Damian Lillard. He did not even cross that
4: court. It that. His facial expression did not change. Like he- This is an expectation. And we have to be honest about this. I, I saw a lot of people complaining about it on, the, on Twitter over the weekend. When the reality is, if you're a 40-something-year-old dude like myself, the game's not necessarily you know, targeted at me. Like I'm, I'm not no. the target audience. While I may not be first in line for a post Malone concert or or whomever, you know, like the, the halftime folks were, it was good. 20. It was entertaining. It was it was it was it was something that it was very clear. The NBA is trying to make it a more inclusive experience, and you know, I, I to me, most of the complaints just rang, you know, kind of sounded like the old guy yelling at the clouds. Absolutely.
5: Yes. And I mean, you're not in a regular game. Like you're not going to get the chance to like not only watch you know, weird lobs and weird dunks that wouldn't happen in the other game. But then there's a few-minute section where kind of everyone just sort of cleared out and it just became a Jason Tatum versus Jalen Brown contest.
3: One-on-one, yeah. That's
5: exciting. That's fun.
3: Just let them work it out. It's yeah. like way, when like somebody holds people back and is just like, no, they need no, this. No, they us. don't hold
5: anyone back. <laughs>
3: um, yeah, so like the other moment that really stands out to me is the LeBron lob off the backboard where it like hits the corner and yeah. is flying in, in the wrong direction. He still catches it and dunks it. It was one of the Excellent. cooler things. One of, one of my favorite dunks in All-Star Game history.
0: In the books,
4: LeBron.
3: People are just, I don't know, bored by it. I I feel like the All-Star Game is underrated at this point because all the hoops heads are like, there's no defense. And (laughs) I'm just like, I don't care. Like, it's a whole different thing.
5: Yeah. My co-host for my podcast, Greg, who Jabari knows and loves. uh, Great guy. Greg made a great analogy because uh, he was able to go to the All-Star Game. He got tickets from a friend who got tickets and didn't have to pay for them. So excellent stuff because it's incredibly expensive and stupid that regular people can't go. But that's a different conversation. Anyways, uh, Greg made a great analogy. He was like, I don't go watch a action like a dumb action movie because i think there's going to be great acting and it's going right. to win it's going to win academy awards i go because like i want to sit back and like watch stuff blow up and like have some fun and right. that's the all-star game you're not going because you think you're going to see one of the greatest performances ever you go because it's fun like that's yeah. why you watch
1: it
3: right it's, it's fun also the picks like the team picks on the court pre-game that's, that's fun. That was a blast. It was hilarious
5: to see Giannis forget that John Morant was a starter and try to take him. (laughs) Yeah.
3: (laughs) Just like open mic, literally getting like primary process of like Giannis and LeBron's brains working in like live and, you know, getting the dad jokes from LeBron, uh, getting to see who the real MVP is uh, of, of the NBA with uh, who went first out of the starters. Was that, was it Jokic? Who went first? I forget. No, Jokic
5: went second to last. last. <laughs> oh, second Jokic to last. Thought, that's thought right. He was. Wait, last. who was
3: it then first? Who? Who? Embiid. It was Embiid. Joel Embiid. Joel was Embiid. You know that's was. right. <laughs> that's right. It was Joel Embiid. And so that's who LeBron thinks is the best player. But you probably know more about basketball than LeBron. Uh, NBA <laughs> writer. Uh, anyways, so that was cool to see. I don't. It's not like I enjoyed that for selfish reasons or anything. It's a blast, though. It's like a long party.
5: I wish that they would have been like a little bit more, um, like feisty about the the picks, you know. Like, as soon as Giannis let out that Ja Morant was going to be like his starter pick, yeah. So then when they LeBron got to should the have starters, him first. yeah, it got yes. to the starters, and cool. that was not who Giannis picked. And so it was like, oh, LeBron, you got to take Ja, that's who he wants, right? And he didn't, he should have done it,
3: yeah. But it, yeah, it is, it's like being a, in a fantasy draft with people who like are playing fantasy for the first time, <laughs> like, yeah. just like had no strategy. We're just <laughs> yeah. like picking the wrong people. Uh, it was, it was a mess, but it was, it was fun to see. And like, I don't know, real heartbreak as Jokic gets picked second to last and then has to like select himself, like walk up <laughs> to make sure LeBron doesn't pick marketing.
5: Well, he, what happened was, that, I mean, if you were to believe this, and I actually do, because uh, Jokic was apologizing to Markkinen after the game. Wow. Jokic was kind of like caddy corner, like diagonal, sitting in front of Markkinen and didn't know Markkinen hadn't been picked. He didn't know. He thought he was the last one on stage.
0: Oh. And so that makes sense.
5: when it that's why he just walked to LeBron and, right. and like he With was like, oh, down, like, yeah, because he like, thought he was last. Mm. And then uh, and so we, we will never know, probably, if if LeBron was actually going to pick Lowry.
3: I mean, that would have been a statement <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that would have been a huge statement if he was like, yeah, we don't think you should be the MVP for a third year in a row. And therefore, um, but anyways, we'll never
4: know. Yeah, we'll never know. Sarah, I know I know it was in your backyard. I know, you know there there are all types of asks, but was did anything go on beyond the, you know, behind the scenes that you know, the cameras might not have been privy to any any interesting stories or funny stories?
5: There was a lot of stuff that was very funny just seeing sort of the the jazz people that I that I know that were working behind the scenes and how like strapped for time and how crazy everything was. So like walker kessler the jazz's rookie he was on the rising stars team uh he was kind of giving shout outs after the rising stars game to everybody who had helped make the whole thing go and work and adam clauke who is the equipment manager for the jazz he was like the equipment manager for all-star and so that entails like moving people's stuff from one locker to the other when the all-star teams were picked because no right. one knew which locker room they were going to be in. And so like just, and then at one point, uh, cause Clowkey was down on the floor most of the time and he's running around taking care and stuff. Jason Terry, who's an assistant coach for the jazz. Now he walks into the arena, but he comes in from the concourse. So he's walking down the stairs of the stadium during the all-star game and he gets down to security and security holds him up and is like, you can't be down here. Oh, no. <laughs> and I'm I'm watching this happen and I'm like, this is very funny because this is Jason Terry. And this security guard clearly does not know the situation. Right. And Jason Terry had to yell over to Clauke, the equipment manager, to get him permission <laughs> to go down onto the floor. There and you go. So, that's it's just a it's a funny mess what what All Star ends up being.
3: <laughs> yeah. All right. The dunk contest did seize the zeitgeist. Uh, I, you know, everybody on Twitter was talking about Mac <laughs> McClung. I went to Georgetown, so I was a Mac McClung knower prior to this. I'm also a Sixers fan. Uh, so we go way back with him. 72 hours. So it was it was exciting. Like it, this is somebody who is a like YouTube viral dunker already. So I, I had a feeling something was coming.
5: I loved the immediate attempt of erasure for everyone who didn't know who Mac McClung was. Like immediately on Twitter, everyone was like, oh, uh, we all knew who he was. Yeah. <laughs> um, he was a famous high school dunker. It's like, okay, yeah. Like, if you're in the niche community of people who, like, <laughs> were on the <laughs> receiving end of that viral YouTube moment whenever that happened, sure, you knew who he was. But, like, right. most people did not.
4: <laughs> right. You gotta subscribe to Ball is life. <laughs> yeah. But he came
3: with, I mean, every dunk, like, no, no missed dunks, very well selected. It, it's... The dunk contest is weird because, like, I think Trey Murphy the third did a pretty good reenactment if not an exact reenactment of my favorite dunk of all time the one that like Vince Carter opens his dunk contest win with like the reverse 360 windmill sure. and everyone was just like yeah okay that was like that was cool <laughs> so it, you you have to like do something like you're still working with the same ingredients, but you have to like combine them in new ways that people feel like they haven't seen before. Like, so you have to be like building on top of like not every dunk because not every dunk like etches itself into the cultural consciousness, but like you have to be like, all right, so everybody knows Vince's dunks. Everybody knows like these handful of dunks from these dunk contests. And he, he seemed to do that. He seemed to do a pretty good job of that.
5: Yeah, I mean, I think the problem for Trey Murphy was that, you know, he did a pretty good dunk to start out, but then Mac McClung's first dunk was the best dunk of the whole dunk contest. Like he jumped over somebody on top of somebody else's shoulders. Yeah. And like not only did that, but then kissed the ball off the backboard before dunking it. And Mac McClung is small. And so He's a tiny, tiny man. And so the fact that he was able to clear those people and it wasn't even like they like really ducked a lot to get him the no. height or yeah. that he pushed he off cleared. of them a lot. Yeah. He cleared them. He just
3: <laughs> jumped over two humans
5: <laughs> yeah. on yeah, top of this. each. Yeah. 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 That, that was wild. That first dunk would like won it for me. After that first one I was like he could just do mid dunks from here on out. Like he just won the dunk contest.
3: But he didn't. Everyone nah. was really really good. And like noticeable, not in slow motion. It was like noticeably like cool everything but, that he yeah, did. Yeah, that
5: first dunk was so cool because the other ones were incredible in real time. The first one was so good because I don't think anybody saw him like touch the back the basketball off mm-hmm. the backboard yeah, until they yeah, slow that, it yeah. down, and then everyone lost their minds because he'd done more than he, yeah. they even thought he did.
3: It's like a magic trick.
4: Slam dunk competition. No, he was signed this week by the 76ers to a two-way contract. Congratulations, Tuesday. brother. Congratulations. I'm worried
0: about the guy holding the other guy. some point, he going to go down. Oh, that's a 50. That's a 50. Uh, I gotta see if he hit the backboard. That's a 50 a smile. That's, it all. See if he hit it. that's smile, a smile. I gotta see if the oh, you rub no. the name on the yeah. back. But this is what it. you. This is what you guys need to know. Look at the NBA ballers, the All Star, All Stars, how they are reacting to it. I mean, they know. I'm not saying it's a 50.
4: Jack, I think that's an excellent point. It's kind of it's kind of related to both of you guys' point about the All Star game in that it we. I honestly think it's more indicative of us being spoiled as consumers as basketball fans. You we, know, the the fact that we can look at what what Trey Murphy did and just go like, "Oh, okay." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> when, when in reality it's all incredible. Every right. single every single one of every single one of the dunks throughout the contest were pretty incredible. Yeah.
5: I mean I will say except for the one uh oh, who's the guy that was it Jericho Sims that put his From arm the into the net. Yeah. He lifted himself up with the net. Oh. His his offhand raised himself up with the net, and I. But I'm I'm absolutely guilty of what you're talking about, Jabari. Like as it was going, I'm like live tweeting. I'm like Trey Murphy mid like.
3: (laughs) And I famously could get net uh, when I was at my peak athletically, so I probably could have done that dunk. So that was probably that that probably got in the way of my enjoyment of it.
4: But you Um, have the core strength to pull yourself up with what yeah with of, course. Oh, N- of course <laughs> next question uh what God. strike that from the record uh,
3: um so a fun all-star weekend we're heading into it let's take a quick break we'll come back we'll talk about where we're at where we're headed some exciting new team members and uh just who's hot who's not um sounds like a burn book or something mm-hmm. but we'll, we'll talk about it all
5: we'll be hot back or not. Com after the break <laughs>
1: For up-to-date list of states visit dkng.co/pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com/promos.
0: T I K
3: and we're back. And I mean, Dame, let's just real quick. I mean, cause the real reason I want to talk about it is just continuing to be impressed by it. Like, I think, you know, they're in 12th in the Western conference. Doesn't seem like it's happening for the team. Maybe they start letting Dame pull up from backcourt uh i'm just saying it's it's a thought um but so they're five and five over the last 10 but his numbers over the last 11 are 60 points 30 points 42 42 29 40 28
5: 33 38 40 39 like it's insane man that's
4: not fair it's just ho-hum like yeah my favorite
3: human to watch when he's locked in like just yeah It's he knows what's about to happen before. One of the things that
4: I said to
5: Jabari when he was on uh, my most recent podcast episode is that the trailblazers like they tried to like up their defense. They got Matisse Bible at the trade deadline. A couple other teams in the West like the Lakers were making moves to try to improve and get some depth. And there's all these teams in the West. that are like trying to do stuff. And then Kevin Durant goes to the Suns. And if you're any Western Conference team, you got to be like, just stop. Just stop. (laughs) Yeah. out.
3: Right. Why would you do that and So us? If
5: I'm Dame, I'm absolutely pulling up from half court. At this point, you can do it. <laughs> Just everyone's. from now on. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
3: <laughs> I mean, right the, Nuggets the, currently, the Nuggets currently have a four-game lead in the lost column, one game off the pace for top record overall. Uh, it feels like they're ending up in first, right?
5: It feels like Denver is probably going to be the team that any other team faces in the Western Conference Finals. Like They're the team to beat at this point. Mm. Um. But the West is so weird, and the, the Suns have Kevin Durant now. So, like, who knows what can happen? I don't know if Kyrie and Luca are gonna go crazy, and the Mavericks are gonna like shoot up the standings. I don't, I don't know what's gonna happen
4: in the West. It's very strange. Yeah, I didn't hear you mention about the Lakers shooting up, but that's okay. I, I know. No, you I did thinking, not. <laughs> I know you were thinking it. It's not. It's I'm just
3: looking at the doc here. Uh, so we have in the in the. Section so like top of the Western Conference, top of the Eastern Conference, and like all the other teams that are mentioned have a justification. Milwaukee, one twelve straight. Philly, second hottest team. Cleveland, fourth. Nuggets, four game lead in the lost column. Grizzlies, uh, you know they're struggling a little bit. But uh, Clippers currently occupy the fourth spot. Lakers. That's it. Jabari is just like, remind me to talk about the Lakers. (laughs) That's what people need to hear. (laughs) They are the team that I'm watching because I care about my good friends, Miles and Jabari. Uh, I care about the health, the, the happiness of the town that I live in. And I'm always rooting for LeBron first after the Sixers. But I don't know that it's happening this year for them. And it feels like people are like, yeah, they're going to make up the ground. They'll be there. They'll be there,
4: and I just don't know. Sarah already burst my bubble on her show. Why not do it here? Your assessment yeah. of uh, your assessment of the new Lakers players. There, uh,
5: I'm well documented at this point of not being a believer in either Jared Vanderbilt or Malik Beasley, but um, mm. but especially Jared Vanderbilt because I think that you know when you, when you're selling that bill of goods to a fan base what you're selling is like high energy he's a rebounder he's like dennis rodman light out there he's all over the place he knows the angle and he just doesn't that's not true (laughs) um i think i'm pretty sure that if you go back and look like defensive rebounding percentage for every team that he's been on has been worse when he's on the floor Mm. um He's the kind of offensive rebounder where he kind of crashes in Troy Polamalu style from, <laughs> from beyond the three point line for an offensive rebound that he doesn't have a, a chance at getting. And then he ends up on the floor and mm. then the rest of the team is running back and then he's not playing defense. And mm. so then it, you're just playing five on four at that point. Like he, he's very good at doing that one. Yeah. And I, he dies on every screen He's really bad at making contact when he's setting a screen. And so, if they're hoping to get
3: this, is Jared (laughs) Vanderbilt the one that everybody was like, (laughs) We got some defensive toughness coming from all of us.
4: We're excited about this. is her saying, Not just a wet blanket, you know, I I want to hurt your childhood memories too. She didn't didn't just want us sad in the future, she wants us to be retroactively sad.
3: (laughs) I feel like anytime someone is described as selling a bill of goods, it's not usually a good thing for them. No, that's, me, that's
5: because bill. he's a fraudulent it's just out player. here
3: like a <laughs> confidence man. Just
5: yeah. Uh, uh, we uh, the we evidence may- that you need is that three teams who were like we need to think about getting better for the future have now traded Jared Vanderbilt and Malik Beasley together. Mm. Rice. Hmm. the Denver Nuggets were like oh we're building something good here we need to get better let's get rid of Jared Vanderbilt and Malik Beasley the Timberwolves were like we're going all in we got to do something we got to go with Ant and Rudy Gobert we need good pieces yeah who cares Jared Vanderbilt and Malik Beasley send them on their way the jazz are like, "Oh, we've got a really good foundation here. Our rebuild might be a lot shorter. We need to start making room for better players. Well, let's get rid of Jared Vanderbilt and League Beasley." Uh,
3: Jabari is currently doing the blinking white guy meme. Uh,
4: the <laughs> no, I'll say I'll say Drew that Drew Scanlon,
3: I, I believe is is the person. Drew Scanlon reaction is another name for it on Know Your Meme, but uh colloquially known as blinking white guy meme.
4: I have a legitimate answer to this. My honest answer is much like sometimes it's a matter it, I am always. Yeah, no, it in, sounds
3: like you got it locked
4: and loaded, man. It, no, no, to... really, because I because I'm measuring my words, because I'm measuring my words here. But I'm, I'm always sorry. in the. I can save I can save them. You know, mode. Yeah. so my my opinion is, while you know, cinnamon and sugar may not be the best option in a chicken dish. They're gonna go well in the cake that we're baking over.
5: They're really good in oatmeal.
4: The ingredients may not have worked well in the previous three spots, but here in Los Angeles, at least so far through like what two games worth of action, it looked okay. And I'm going to be I think
3: that's statistically significant. So I think we can count it as a win.
4: I think
5: it's a great point that you know if you have something as bland and sad as oatmeal then yeah. adding cinnamon and sugar probably seems really exciting. Jamari.
4: You saw the first half of the Lakers season, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was bland. do hey, I mean, everybody <laughs> Wiggins really gave
3: us all hope that like, you just bring somebody in who's been <laughs> like a man for other teams and fan bases. And then and he's an suddenly, yeah, suddenly Boom. he's an all-star and you're winning a title. So let's see it. Get ready Vanderbilt. for it, Sarah.
5: Can't wait to eat my words
3: with cinnamon and sugar.
5: Yeah. <laughs> uh,
3: so, Milwaukee won 12 in a row, heading into the break, tied with the Celtics in the lost column. Tiebreaker head-to-head is March 30th in Milwaukee. Philly, second-highest team heading into the break. 0-2 versus the Celtics this season. I'm still feeling second-round-ish for them, but I would love for that not to be true. Um, I feel like Cleveland could make noise. I really do. For some reason, I'm just like, they they have that like under the radar end up in the eastern conference cuz i feel like it's not going to be milwaukee boston cuz just these past few years it's never like the two teams that everybody's expecting heading into the playoffs and i could ca- i could really see cleveland matching up with either a boston or a milwaukee we'll see yeah
5: it feels like cleveland is kind of the memphis grizzlies of this season where the last yeah. couple of years that everyone was really excited like oh it's a fun young team they're all happy and like they're playing fun it's it's great to watch uh that feels like cleveland because now with the grizzlies it's like everyone's kind of over uh dylan brooks and, yeah. and and like the the shine has worn off on john ja morant kind of being like the young upcoming guy i think i think everyone just expects him to be great at this point yeah and so now it's like oh well, what's Jared Allen going to do? And like Donovan Mitchell with Darius Garland, like that's fun. And so there, I think that there's a lot more fun expectations for Cleveland. They could, they could make noise. We like,
3: always and they're the just shut bars. down defenders. They're shut down. Like they're, they have five of the top 11 defensive players in, in the league, which is wild. So they're going to be, they're going to be dangerous. They I don't have like. Kevin
5: Love anymore. So
4: Oh, sorry. It never now. mind. All right. Uh, <laughs> Brian, can we go
3: back and just cut out the whole Cleveland thing? I, no. So
4: Miami's coming out is what she's saying. <laughs> yeah. Got it.
3: But we did talk at the beginning of the season. I forget uh, Jabari. You probably remember which guest brought it up that we haven't had the same four teams. haven't had a single team repeat in the conference finals of the past like few years. I could see that happening again this year. I could see you know, Nuggets wouldn't be surprising. Um, then, you know, because it's probably not going to be Golden State and it's probably not going to be the Mavs out West or it could be, but I think it would be surprising and for different reasons than it was last year.
5: I'm absolutely pulling for the Sacramento Kings to just be, ab- just yeah. be really Might weird. Just be beam. real weird. Yeah, yeah. Light the beam in the playoffs. Get them to a Western Conference Finals. Just make it fun for them. And then the Nuggets can shut them down from there.
4: All right. All right, so I got you guys both covered. Nuggets, Kings out west. Philly, Cleveland in the east. Boom. I'm not done.
3: I'm not claiming Philly, but
5: <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're I, not confident.
3: My weird uh, superstition is that, like, I I just go in pre disappointed, and then <laughs> everything's gonna be okay. Uh, Has that worked? Yeah, it's been great for getting them to the second round every year. Um, <laughs> but there, there was a hat that I was wearing up until last year that uh, seemed to coincide with uh, them losing in the second round. So I've stopped wearing that hat. Uh, I now have a Dodgers hat uh, and they lost in disappointing fashion, in the playoffs. So I think the, the jinx might be off them. We'll see, but this is the sort of in-depth basketball analysis you get on miles and Jack Cup mad boosties.
5: <laughs> My, In my preseason prediction, I'm just looking back here, which always makes me laugh because inevitably I am just incredibly wrong on so many things. So I'm fine with laughing at myself about this. But I've got Sixers over Bucks in seven.
3: Oh wow! So you didn't know about the hat yet at that point? No. Yeah, I'm sorry to say, unfortunately, (laughs) but you broke that curse.
4: You broke that curse. You're not wearing it anymore.
3: Boston, like when the. Sixers play the Celtics. It like just doesn't appear to be very close. Like it, they, they just don't. Yeah. The two teams like that. It's just such a bad matchup. So if you're assuming they have to go through the Celtics at some point, I just, I don't love it for them. Now, if Milwaukee goes ahead and uh, kindly knocks them off, then I do think we have a better chance, but we shall see. They're just so quick. And, I, I think they give a lot of teams trouble, the Celtics. I think they're a good young ball club uh, that has a bright future. I don't know if you saw a couple of their players in the uh, All-Star game. You were, might they, have missed uh, were they them. out there? <laughs> yeah, they, they, they Oh <laughs> That was wild. Just 55, one-on-one. 55. All-Star game record. <laughs> That's, I mean, it's cool, I guess. It's not cool, all right? I'm going to say it. It's not cool <laughs> to score 55 in an All-Star game.
4: Run it up. I am that person where if someone gets to like, even if it's against my team, like the other, like last week before the break, when Dame had 30 in the first half, I'm, I'm, I'm of the, you know, it gets six. Go, go ahead. If you're, if you're going to hurt, my feelings, you, may have, game? Uh, you know, they, they had the option to, to go out there and stop them. Kind of.
3: Yeah. I mean, that's a record, right? Nobody's ever put up more than 55 in an all-star game.
4: I mean, that's what the NBA
5: was saying. It feels weird that that's actually the case considering yeah. the scores that are at all-star games, but yeah, that, that he is the single game All Star record holder.
3: That was because back when he played Wilt Chamberlain, just played with his feet during the <laughs> yeah. All
4: Star game. Yeah. <laughs> like that. And they don't count those points. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly.
5: He did score he did, 60 with his did, feet,
4: but
3: they don't
4: count those. Just the 45 you had with Yeah, exactly.
5: Hey, I got the Wilt poster behind me.
3: There it is. Uh, Nate McMillan was let go by the Atlanta Hawks. Bad news there uh i don't know oh also we we do just we we have to recognize lebron the photograph of lebron's business decision in the all-star game i think it is it who who's dunking and lebron is just has his whole body oriented <laughs> in a different direction like it is i think lebron is a Boosties listener first of all i mean that's clearly. Pro- i probably don't need to say i think that he's clearly a boosty's listener and he recognizes that we've been talking about business decisions, but we didn't have the photograph that was the perfect illustration of the business decision. And he, he did it for us. It's his body is oriented. Like he's saying, Hey, look over there. As somebody's <laughs> dunking on him because he's just like gone completely Tatum, out of the his way. way. Yeah. It's Tatum. One of his 55 points. Um, <laughs> let's take a quick break. We'll come back. It is time for the fastest segment in podcasting. We'll be right back.
0: Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds? I know I did. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of his stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and more. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code DKHOOPS for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's code DKHOOPS only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours.
1: Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick six not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co/pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com/promos.
0: com
3: and we're back and Sarah Todd it is time for the rapid fire round of questioning just the first answer that comes to mind on these especially if it's wrong you know go wrong and strong we we love just speed and we just love to have the pace just choo, 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 you know I
5: love being wrong so this yeah. is great <laughs>
3: imagine Jabari, you want to go first? You want me to go first? We'll be nah, asking you first, questions. You'll be you, responding. You like... go first. Okay. okay.
4: Unless Sarah thinks otherwise. Okay. All right. No, no, I don't care. <laughs> so it's got to be a little
3: was, bit quick. That, that was weird. Quip. Like you guys talked quip. about something before. Okay, okay, that was a test. That was a test. <laughs> okay. okay,
5: okay, I'm ready. Um.
3: All right. So the Jazz, the Utah Jazz, the Jazz of Utah, have eight first round picks over the next four drafts. So we're going to give you the option between the guarantee of getting Wemby as the top pick this year and then forfeiting all of those picks, or you don't get Wemby and you get to essentially build out an entire roster with all eight. It seems like a pretty straightforward. I'm
5: taking Wemby. Yeah. (laughs) Like that's the right answer, (laughs) but I
3: am wondering like if there is a like mathematical or like statistical thing where people are like, actually, you, could use all those eight picks, but yeah, no, that's the right, that's the right answer, right?
5: I mean, they've got 15 picks over the next seven years, so you give away eight, you still got seven to work with in deals. Taking Wimby. Right.
4: Okay. The answer is Wimby,
3: for sure. Yeah, the answer <laughs> yeah. is Wimby. This was a dumb question that I wrote into the doc, so you're welcome. Uh, all right,
4: keeping it going, Sarah, and again, you got to keep us in line. You know, as soon as you answer that question, you you should be asking for the next one. Yeah. I'm not trying to chastise you, but it is your fault. All right, keeping it going. <laughs> <laughs> Jalen Rose recently said that men should be spending a minimum of one hundred dollars on a haircut. And look, that's gonna—that's a little bit out of you know my—that's a little bit too steep for my taste. But what is the one single item or routine maintenance that you're willing to pay top dollar for?
5: I spend like three hundred dollars on my hair every time it gets done, and so I completely understand. At the same token, dudes can get their haircut for thirty-five bucks. I don't care. It's so easy. Go to sports clips. No one cares. Not Next
4: Jabari. Question. Jabari
3: can't get his. <laughs> hey, I, I get mine for
4: three ninety nine for a big razor. We wow. are good to go.
5: Yeah.
3: Um, <laughs> uh, and is Jalen Rose's hair too good to be true?
5: Don't care.
4: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Jabari, back to you. You heard that? She said yes.
5: <laughs> I would also like to say, paying for my hair is making me broke constantly. So.
4: <laughs> yeah, three hundred a shot is a lot.
5: <laughs> I, I wait a very long time to do it.
3: <laughs> All right. Uh, you can go back in time and watch any single NBA game from throughout history. Which game are you choosing?
5: Oh, I've got this one. Uh, when Larry Bird takes the floor the day after Magic Johnson announces that uh, he's HIV positive, that's the one that I'm watching because that's the one that makes me uh, most emotional every single time I think about it.
3: Wow. What? what I actually don't know the story of that game. What?
5: So the the story is that... Uh, I mean, I know
3: the story of Right. but
5: Larry finds out um, and he talked to magic and he just, you know, they'd become friends over the years, even though they're like frenemies, basically, you know? And he, he said that every morning he used to wake up and like, look at the scores and see what the night before, like, what did magic have? What do I, what do I have to go against? Like, he was always comparing himself and trying, like that was the competition, even if they weren't playing a game against each other. And so the next day he goes out onto the court and like every time that he is in a timeout or there's like moment of stoppage like Larry basically starts crying because mm. he's realizing that like the person that who has motivated him the most is just no longer a part of basketball and he like doesn't see the point of being out there.
4: Wow. That's beautiful. Look, I can tell you where I was November 7th, 1991.
3: That's yeah. how much I, I can too. 7. Yeah, Man. I can too. Um,
4: wild. That's a great answer. All right. and And you know what? I'm not even going to complain that it was a little bit slow. All right. <laughs> What I have to play the miles role. (laughs) In in honor of miles. All right. What is your boldest postseason or even play in prediction for this year?
5: Uh my boldest play in prediction is that the warriors are in the play in and they get knocked out.
3: Ooh. Wow. Spice. Are they like putting anything together right now?
5: I don't know if I believe that. This is supposed to be fast. Why are we talking right now?
3: Oh Oh, wow. Excuse us. She's right. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm, I'm sorry, ma'am. Uh, what is if you could bet on any fan base to make an arena challenge? Uh, if you Sarah could bet on any fan base to make the in arena challenge shots, layup, free throw, three pointer, half court, which fan base would you bet on?
5: Oh my god, Detroit!
4: Oh wow, I love it.
5: I bet you, I bet you, there's more ballers now. Detroit or Atlanta? There's more ballers down there than than there are in some of these other like small markets.
3: Now I'm going to come in and add the jazz to the mix. I got to travel to the all-star game briefly to do a panel, had to get back for uh, my son's birthday, as I mentioned, but so I missed like the main events, but I did get to witness like the shooting booths at the crossover events. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. there was a lot of wetness on display. And I don't know if that is the jazz fans or if that was people traveling there for the all-star game. I also noticed, it would'
5: have been easy for me to say jazz fans because there there's this phenomenon, uh church ball, and yeah. a lot of the um, Mormon churches out here, like almost all of them have basketball courts. Mm. and so like ki- kids really do grow up like there are pickup games. if you ever ever want to find a pickup game, there is one every single day of the week in Utah to find Yes and so
4: they 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 do be putting up shots. are those courts carpeted? And the reason why I ask is because I played, I played against, I played in some Mormon establishments and non-Mormon establishments that have carpeted basketball courts.
5: I'm sure that some of them are. I mean, the two that I have seen have not been carpeted, but I'm yeah. absolutely certain that some of them are.
3: Yeah. Also, do people in Utah not have cold receptors on their skin? Because I did witness a lot of people just walking around in shorts, and it was in the 20s. Was that? Were, were oh, those- no, you
5: were you were just watching dumb people. It's fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah.
4: All <right>. Fair enough. <laughs> all right. Coming up to it. And shout out to our listener at Blunt Doctor. He actually responded to this rapid fire question from last week. And he says he would go with the Knicks because he thinks they're all knowledgeable. But the problem is they all wear suits and he can't trust someone in suits.
3: Right. I think that's the like, that's the point you were making about Lakers is that like when you go like, if you're picking from court side, you're oh, going to yeah. get a lot of people who are like venture capitalists or, oh, that's like, like, you know,
5: that's like warriors, new fans. Like you can't yeah. go and make a half court shot. If you're trying to take a picture with an iPad from the stands.
3: Yeah. So, I mean, you definitely have to be pulling from the upper part of the arena, but that that's still in bounds. So I, I think that applies to all, all teams, all fan bases. You got, you got to just not be pulling from, although Madison square Garden's got good seats everywhere. So maybe, maybe it we is do. all suit.
4: Never knew. All yeah. right, Sarah, the, the last one, you're down to the last one. This is the biggest question and the biggest topic that we've, you know, we will have discussed throughout this hour. Oh, yeah. my God. Jack or Jabari? Mm. Um, oh, no. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is this real? This is real. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
5: I'm this sorry. Uh, I've just known Jabari longer.
4: What is happening? Re- we have reclaimed Black History Month with this result. <laughs> we are back.
3: Yeah,
5: time, time, time equals blood And blood is thicker than water
3: mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's great Makes sense time take that equals, back. Sorry, I'm just checking your uh, math me, on me and
5: Jabari have mad boosties Hey!
3: <laughs> Sarah and Jabari got mad boosties Did you say that's take that Mac? I say like,
4: take that Mac
3: Like was... Joe Biden would say If he just owned someone
4: uh, Just call me uh, Black Mac McClung Right now because I just dunked on you
3: Oh, oh take that <laughs> black McClung. All right. Now I got you. I thought, I thought it was like a Joe Biden style. No well, sir, Take that back. Uh, <laughs> no, I get it. Yeah. So reclaiming. <laughs> glad, glad to take the L if, it, if that's what's required to. Those were the same. Yeah. All right. Sarah, as always, what a pleasure having you on the show. Where can people find you, follow you, all that good stuff?
5: They can find me on all the socials at NBA Sarah and you can read all of my stuff at Deseret.com.
3: There it is. And do we think that was a they didn't like misspell desert and just kind of stick with it? You want some like, fun yeah, facts? Yeah, no, that's what we actually meant. We meant Deseret.
5: Yeah, if you want some fun facts. Uh Deseret, um, I guess. And I'm probably getting this totally wrong, so apologies to the LDS community. But I think that that word has some roots in LDS scripture. And before the state was named Utah, it was actually named Deseret.
3: Wow, sounds like a smaller desert, like a cigar cigarette type uh-huh. thing. But <laughs> I like it.
5: It's the it's the sorbet of deserts.
3: There it is.
4: <laughs> and if she got uh, that back wrong, she's canceled, guys. Don't. Again, that's, that's right. right.
5: Oh, uh, I've been canceled so many times. It doesn't matter.
3: <laughs> All right. Tweets of the week from within the NBA. Somebody pointed out, uh, you know, Michael Jordan funding the Make-A-Wish Foundation at a record breaking uh, was it how, how much was it? It was the, the most anyone's ever donated to the There's Make-A-Wish a wish Foundation. And uh, the tweet was a picture of him and it said, fund them
4: kids. Fund mm-hmm. them, kids. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, mm-hmm. But no clue what that's in reference to.
4: No idea. And then, you know, for our Boosty's listeners of the week, we, we asked them specifically for their favorite all-star dunk contests, and the Twitter poll results were 54% Wrong. for fifty Le- four <laughs> for Levine versus Aaron Gordon, 32% for Vinsanity, and 13% yeah. voted for Neek versus MJ in 1988.
3: Yeah. All right. I'll allow it. I mean, if we if we're gonna say that the dunk contest is progressive, and you know, the insanity thing was a moment, but maybe maybe it's one of those moments you kind of had to be there for. But that that was the one that blew my mind when it happened. But yeah, if you if you independently take the Levine Gordon dunks, they're they're probably a little bit more impressive, built on I top. I I do
5: independently take them.
3: You do independently take them as individual dunks that's probably fair then and our Boosies listener of the week was at Big Swinging Dill uh, who quote tweeted and responded with 1986 Spud Webb versus MJ which was, was also a whole vibe when Spud exploded on the scene a little bit like one Mac McClung but Spud was still pretty wild
5: shout out to Big Swinging Dill for just a uh a heck of a name.
3: That's right. So make sure you give us a follow on Twitter at Uh That is going to do it for us this week. Uh, we are back next week with more NBA action. Bye.
2: NerdWallet. Wallet, finance smarter.